and uh, that is Mamnotembi, Mamnotembi Mkwebani, and uh, Emma Weni is the title of that song. And thank you so much uh, for tuning in as uh, we have a history lesson. We call it Mkhabulo, and we get to know us as a people of South Africa. Uh, let's pay the bills first, and uh, we begin the conversation straight after this. SAFM, leading the conversation. Now, as a people of this country, uh, we can use our uniqueness to build one another and be united in our diversity. And it is in understanding who we are and what makes um, each of us tick, where we come from, uh, why we do certain things the way we do them. Uh, the more we learn about each other, um, the more we get to respect one another as fellow humans and connect to the notion of Ubuntu. And joining me right now to help us with Mkha um, this week is Babu Isaac Homo, who is a producer of uh, Spotlight Africa at Channel Africa. Good afternoon and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. I, I, I wanted to, I don't know, mm. um, but when you listen to the sound of Isindrebele, mm. uh, what is the dance called? Uh, I would not know, but I mean to say that there are bits of the of the, of the Ukhiba. Yes, that's a suit. And also, crosses have got it. Ah. Yeah, yeah, they, they go with the, with, the, with the shoulders. But then the beautiful thing about all that, you know, you can actually trace it back. Ah. You find it amongst the Ethiopians. Wow. Yeah. So, see, so, that's the uniqueness about us Africans. You wow. find it amongst the Ethiopians. So that's uh, that's the origin of Amandrebe. Yeah, they've, they've got it. That's the origin, and also the Ethiopians when they do it, they also do it on their knees as the Basotho women. Ah, yeah, they go on their knees by yeah. moving yeah, the yeah, shoulders. On the shoulders, exactly the same. Yeah, and again, just to make the whole program interesting, if you look at um, the Basotho people, mm-hmm. you know they've got some element of uh, the Kushitic people. Now the Kushites are people who are in Ethiopia, the Oromos of Ethiopia, and, mm-hmm. uh, and the many other tribes in Ethiopia, and also in Kenya, right into Sudan, uh, mm-hmm. that are Cushitic. The Somalis are Cushitic. Now, if you do the look at the, the languages uh, linguistically, yeah, mm-hmm. there are terms in Sisutu which are not uh, Bantu, but they are Cushitic. Wow. Words like Shoho, Nka, Tsipi. You get them there. Chisa. They say Chisa. So you've got the, what you call the linguistic historians, people mm-hmm. like uh, Christopher Ahred, who are actually tracing the interaction of, uh, and uh, also the origins of people through linguistics. The more reason for us to get yeah. rid of the borders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you find, yeah, it's there. So, and also when you get to the culture, uh, culture mm. of uh, circumcision initiations, yeah, you, f- you can get the, you can see the, Let's talk about Amandrebele. Where are they originally from? Well, Amandrebele, first of all, you should say where are they found. <laughs> where are they found? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kibatuba Transvaal and also Limpopo. Okay. Yeah, that's where they are there. And Limpopo? Yeah, Amandrebele? The, the bellows of Kekana there. Ah, yeah, okay. And you also got them in, uh, yeah, you've got them there. And you also got some in, uh, in, in, uh, I know about those ones in Zim. In Zimbabwe? No, those are two different ones. Oh, okay. The ones of Zim, those are 
Bamzilikazi. Uh-huh. They created a lot of confusion here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, our grandmothers, you know, they've got stories from their grandmother. This is funny. Our grandmother, she was born in 1890, you know, 1894. But she got stories from her grandmother who experienced, they experienced the the, the belly onslaught in person. Wow. So we've got stories from there. That's why I said they created a lot of confusion. Yeah. But all the same, the ones in uh, Zim, those are Kibakumalu. They come from KZN. And uh, their way towards Zim is well it's, it's it's well documented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they when they clashed with Ushaka, mm-hmm. Mzilikazi, mm-hmm. his first stop it was he went towards Nguanes uh, land, mm-hmm. Matiwani. Mm-hmm. He went mm-hmm. over the mountains. Yeah, mm-hmm. he couldn't stay there. He was pushed out. He went over the mountains into Lesotho, and they created a lot of confusion in Lesotho. And were chased out. Yeah, of and they chased out. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, they chased out. And mm-hmm. there again, we've got. Um, We've got stories from our mother's people, you know, and how mm. and that, about that war, yeah. And then from there they came into into the present South Africa via Free State, mm. yeah. And that's where there's a whole line of confusion, right into Johannesburg. They set Johannesburg. And this was a Tswana settlement, you know, the settlements in uh, uh, Four Ways has got them, Lone Hill has got them, very beautiful settlements in. Uh, North Cliff, mm, the, mm, uh, that's mm. an iron-making area, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Glen. In fact, around all those mountains, the Glen, right out of. Uh, now those people they actually retreated. The tribes retreated to the Mahalis. Uh. Yeah, our grandmother's people. Now they originally came from the Free State, Kibakwena. Mm. Yeah, but they say that they moved up this way to Matlari, Matlari. In fact, to the Mahalis to come and have their forts where they withstood the Debele onslaught. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but so, those are, those are Mzilikazis and Debeles. Yeah. The Debeles of, uh, the original Debeles here, Kibatuba Musi. Musi. Yeah, Musi. Okay. Now, those are, now, to, the sweat they found out was the original, where the original come from. Now, they can tell their story better. But mm. I mean to say that, uh, again, going to linguistics, uh-huh, there's uh-huh. a study that have been done on the Ndebele language, which, again, it's a Nguni language. It's a lot of Sutu, uh, Tswana. Oh. But then they say that um, it has got some, um, some, 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 some linkages to the Shubi type of Ndebele. Goodness. Yeah. Now so that's a bit of Kosa there, a bit of... Uh, is are not Kosas. Shubis are not closers, although some speak closer today. Eh, but the real Shubis, the original Shubis, are people around Peter Marysburg, uh, also the Ngwane people. That's where the Shubis are. When I say Ngwane people, Matiwanese people. Those <laughs> are not Zulus. Okay. In fact, Shubis are people who broke away. Ushuba. Ushuba. That's what you do with yeah. Anion as well. And then you've got the big... Um, You've got the big uh, Shubi clans, mm-hmm. yeah, which I don't think that you find them under the Nebelis, but you find them all over uh, the Hadeb. So, I, I mean, with all these breakages and, and lineages um, in every part of, of, of uh, Africa, mm. how do we then get the language? It's in Nebel. Well, it's in the, the dialect. All languages develop, mm. yeah. 
That's the thing. That all languages develop. Once you, like the Nebelas of Musi, they broke away. That Those people, they actually settled where they are found today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also up to Pretoria. In fact, they are found amongst Tswana tribes, mostly. Amongst. Yeah, and also amongst, with, uh, next to the Pedis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of Limpopo, they've got Nebelas there. You find them, uh, I mean, so they say that they broke away around uh, 1200 AD. Okay. That long ago. Yeah, but all languages, they change with time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's in Debele, it is, uh, it's got its own language, although in um, Mpumalanga right now, when it comes to Isindebele, the people have been taught Isizulu, and they mm. use more Isizulu. And, and would speak Isindebele yeah, only yeah, at home. Yeah, the Isindebele is actually sort of disappearing. It's been left to their homelands. Yeah. Yeah. But at school, they've been taught Isizulu. If you go to Middleburg, people there, they speak more Isizulu than Isindebele which again, it's a very sad thing. All right, we invite you to join in the conversation and uh, share um, your experiences of Isindebele, uh, Mandebele, uh, and uh, uh, this is South African history and getting to know ourselves as South African people, and we call it Mkhabulo. And joining me in studio is Babu Isaac Homo, who is a producer of Spotlight Africa at Channel Africa. We take your calls when you return. Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. All right, uh, we're talking Isin Rebele today and uh, say hello, Chisa, and thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Let's take your calls uh, right now. And uh, we also can join us uh, on social media platforms uh, at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live, and uh, send us an SMS at 40938, charged at 150 per SMS. Let's go to Khojan in Kronstadt. Uh, good afternoon and welcome. How are you? Good, thank you, sir. Say hello, Chisa. <laughs> Lumela. <laughs> Look, uh, thanks for having me. And allow me to a little bit go at a tangent. I know you are doing Sindevele, but I wonder if your 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 visitor there will answer uh, one question here. Because Fundevelas is easy. You can trace them very quickly. There are a lot of Fundevelas in South Africa and you go up there Zimbabwe. But there is one language... It's called Lozi. It is found in Zambia, far in Livingston. It is similar to Sesotho. I used to be with them. I, fortunately, I used to school in Zambia. So I met them and I understood how they spoke. Their language is called Lozi. When they say Dumela, they say Lumela. When they say Wazoha, they say Muazoha. So it's very it's important to know uh, where are these languages coming from. <laughs> Lozi, are they coming from down south? And and, and such languages which are similar to each other and they are not even known within our circles in South Africa. Mm. I know you said in the better, but uh, if possible... Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned this for the third time that we're talking is in Debele, and now you're going to deviate us. But maybe let's go back um, to the conversation about linguistics. Thank you very much, Akhojane, for the call. No, Baroti, or Lozis, they come from, uh, well, they come from the near Livingstone, and basically they come from from, from from Zambia, uh, bordering with Namibia, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. the Caprivi Strip, and you've also got them in Namibia. But those Lozis, <coughs> in fact, they are they at one time they were ruled by a Sutu, Musutu, uh, by a by by, by Mufuken king, 
yeah, who came from Shosholang area. Mm-hmm. When you say Shosholang area, it is Kroklolang. Yeah? Um, now, that chaplain in the Defekani area, he actually went up north and he went up and ended up amongst the Barozi people. Yeah, they were called, those people, they were called them Wakalolo. And then the saying is this that uh, the they ruled the Lozi people and they gave them the language, as it should. Mm. But then there's another school of thought that says that no, those Lozi people there, they are really, they had that language there. Mm. Yeah? Uh, because that uh, the ones along Livingstone that is talking about, those are Subias. Now, Subias and Lozi, they are sister languages, but the Subias were never dominated by the, by the Sutu king. I forget his name, but I remember it. Yeah. So basically, that Sisutu language, it is, um, it's spoken as a di- in different dialects right into Zambia. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that people don't understand. Yeah. There are people, the Sutu speaking people. But then if you look at the Sutu ling- language uh, as like you put Sitsuana in it, it's spoken right into Namibia. All right, let's mm. go back um, to <coughs> Amandebele. Um, the, there's a, a, a distinct uh, connection to patterns and and um, color mm. with Amandebele. Is there any way of locating this? Well, that's very interesting because um, that is beadwork, in others that you're talking. Mm. Now, one thing that people should understand is this, that uh, <coughs> beadwork was part of African culture. Now, if you want to locate beadwork of the Ngunis, yeah, uh, you'd find it amongst the Zulus and in the Belez, it's very elaborate. But then that was an African culture which is ancient. Mm. Yeah, like, uh, like now, if you look at uh, archaeological work which has been carried out, yeah, on trade between the, uh, Asia and uh, the African continent, you find that uh, the beadworks, uh, the beads which were used in places like Mapungubwe, mm-hmm. yeah, right up to Ngami's land in Botswana, right up to near the borders with 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 Namibia, mm-hmm. yeah, all the way uh, to the Zambia, those beads they came from Asia. Now, with the beadwork of the Ndebeles, if you go to a place like Kenya, among some of the tribes there, the Maasai's and everything else, they've got that elaborate beadwork. Mm. Yeah? The beadwork of the Maasai's, the, what they call the Kenyatta, yeah, Kenyatta, it's a, it's a beadwork. It is just that elaborate. Even amongst the Zulus. Now, it has got meanings. You know, It's just yeah. not beadwork which is done. Now, that itself, it is an African culture. It should go back to the ancient times. Um, you see, unfortunately, that these things about our own tribes is not well studied. Yeah, yeah, we've got to. And study. I guess that's why we also invite. Yeah, we yeah, the beadwork itself. There is there is a pattern, and there is a there are things behind the beadwork. Yeah, and these things, if you study the be- the same issues in let's say amongst the Maasai's or amongst the Nandi people, then we could actually have a Let's take Simon in Broncosprate. Mm. Uh, good afternoon, Simon, and welcome. Locha, locha, ba. And thank you very much for the guest you have today. I've got just one question that I would have loved to push through to him. Mm-hmm. Um, sir, 
Uh, can you hear me? Yes, Simon, go ahead. He's listening. I'm grateful that you could differentiate between Amandebele Gamzilegazi and Amandebele Gamusi. Now, historically, we are told Umusi Ungo Gamshanga, Umshanga Gananas. Um, does this really have its traces back to the Zulus? Or is it an original group from the north, as uh, previously explained? If I were just to get that explanation a bit clearer. Mm-hmm. Is but, there anything else you'd like to ask, or are you okay with no, the question? I'm, I'm okay, that's my question, mm-hmm. madam. Thank you, but Simon, I was asking my guest, Mabu okay. No, no, in fact, that's a very good question. Okay, yeah, thank you. See, because you. another you thing, much. you know, people when they talk of Zulus, you know, I tend to be avoiding things, but uh, I'm trying to put everything in its proper context. When you talk of the Zulus, also as the language, this is a very recent formation. In fact, when you talk of the Zulus, they say that it's a more of a political military formation. Yeah, but if you look at uh, the languages and culture, they go much further. But again, coming to the Zulus, basically they say that the Zulus, they were people with different dialects mm-hmm. of the same language. Yeah, it's like the Tswanas. You know, people say that Kiblela Sitswana. No, there is no Tswana language. There never was a Tswana language. There were Tswana dialects. Mm-hmm. And also in the old Natal, there were, there were, there were Zulu dialects. Of the of uh, people. Clearly, now, we don't have enough time for yeah. history lesson. Now, uh, basically, <laughs> oh, you know the drill. <laughs> okay, you know the drill. Thank okay. you so much uh, okay. for joining us. And I'm I guess, sorry, mate, but that's a very good question. Yeah, yeah. what a pity that uh, we can't go into further detail. Um, but I'm hoping that uh, uh, we've uh, exercised or even uh, encouraged you. Wet, your appetite is wet uh, enough to come back to part two, <laughs> <laughs> that we continue having these conversations and uh, acknowledging uh, what. Uh, Umlasake uh, is saying on Twitter that uh, please, uh, next conversation, add uh, do justice by uh, adding a historian as well. Noted, and we'll do just that. Thank you so much uh, for connecting with us. Uh, thanks to the team. We thank uh, our executive producer, Sis Bulikiawa, Lesejo Mangwanyane Tabelo, Mpabudi, Sylvester Komani, technically. And uh, thank you to Vosan Marul as well to ensure that our guests arrive on time. Thank you, Baba. Thank you very much for joining us. That's uh, Babu Isaac Homo, who's a producer uh, for Spotlight Africa at uh, Channel Africa. That's where we end this conversation. That's where we end our offering today. Coming up next is the home run with Sir Ernest Pillay. But we start with the news uh, bulletin with Utsile Sako.